This episode of Pucks Out Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Action 24-7, Tennessee's only local legal sports book. Use code PUCKSOUT when you make your first deposit, and our friends over at Action 24-7 will give you a 50% boost on your first deposit up to $800. That's right, up to $400 extra when you use code PUCKSOUT. And like always, there are some amazing promos happening this week. Check us and Action 24-7 out on Twitter and Instagram to be kept up to date on all the best promos. And did you know you can gamble with cash? Are you tired of waiting on your sports book? You won but can't get your money? No more waiting with Action 24-7. If you want to gamble with cash deposits and withdrawals, get started with Tennessee's local sportsbook today. Check out the link in the show description. Once again, use code PUCKSOUT, that's P-U-C-K-S-O-U-T, when you make your first deposit. And our friends at Action 24-7 will give you a 50% boost on your first deposit up to $800. What are you waiting for? From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's get now. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. I almost did the intro there for the uh, fantasy ends. So <laughs> you're you're so excited. You're so excited to have this beer that you you don't even remember what it's in honor of. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You just want to want to uh, drink. It. Yeah. You've been, te- you've been texting me, you know, normally we all, you know, hey, we're excited to have a few beers at the, no, never, ever do we either, we, either of us text each other that say, hey, I'm super excited to get to the show <laughs> so we could drink these beers, you know, like yeah. it's mostly, it's mostly you texting me like, man, I can't wait to see you. You're such a good friend. I really love hearing your opinions and, Every time. you know, and it's me telling you, shut up, Bobby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but. What'd you have in there, brother? What do you got? I got the uh, Yodel Yehi, Yodel Yehi Blue. Yodel Yehi Blue. Yodel Yehi Blue. Yeah. Uh, angry Redhead over here. So nice. Hey, hey, can't can't ever hate on the Angry Redhead. I'm super jealous of the Yodel Yehi Blue. Yeah. You got? Don't forget, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out podcast. Check them out every Tuesday for Trivia Night and Thursday for Bingo. And August twentieth is. Uh, hot chicken and jorts uh so get on out there have a great time unfortunately we've got my, oh my birthday party so we every won't be able year to make it. <laughs> every year we did so i think we i think i had some sort of sort of party uh last year that it that it you know ran into and then this year you're like hot chicken and jorts man eight eight twenty and i was like that date sounds vaguely familiar <laughs> yeah. so i'm gonna go look at the calendar real quick and i was like that's i mean you can go bob i said i'm gonna go to your wife i'm gonna go to your wife's birthday <laughs> now we can do our, now i'm making jorts and i'm bringing hot chicken so we're, we're I'm gonna, wearing it, jo- yeah yeah, yeah I, I mean there's gonna be a mechanical bull at the party so we're gonna be having if, a great time i mean so all right so the beginning of the party we're gonna have a great time my jorts are so short that after the mechanical bull, I will ch- I will be so chafed up that uh, I will not be having a good time anymore. Okay, so, uh, so yeah, so there's gonna be hot chicken there. Uh, we if we want to bring some, I mean, it's up to us. So we're getting hot chicken by where are we getting hot chicken yeah. from? I mean, uh, I'm passing princes. all the good spots. I'm passing all the good spots. I might get shot. I think we got two princes. Yeah, you know, I might get shot going. There's also, hey, there's a place in I believe Franklin that my mother-in-law says is absolutely amazing. It is like this little hole in the wall, uh, just like run, just a little place called uh Big Shakes, and it's owned by this uh, elderly black couple who just have been doing it for like 25 years, and they just make some amazing hot chicken. It's super hot. They have like all these different flavors, and they said like the hot one is hot. Yeah, like so, but I want to try that because you know, okay. obviously, we've we've had the big ones, we've had hell well, ones, we've hey, had princes, we've had hey. church, like. Well, I, you know what I always say about hot uh, about hot chicken that you know you don't really know, and it's maybe too hot. You always want to pick that day, uh, an important day that you got other stuff to do to experiment <laughs> with hot chicken. That's what I always yeah. It's it's my, my it's a long motto yeah. It doesn't always fit, and it takes a little while to yeah. you know get out. 
Especially but, if you're going to be somewhere with a mechanical bull, that's just going to get everything kind of mixed up in that's there. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's shaking it up so you know if you really like it or like it or not. <laughs> you know, and I would imagine uh, that there's probably not, you know, they're probably not ordering out a bunch of porta potties. So, you know, super exciting for, you know, your <laughs> your wife's parents uh to to entertain us with their thought process, right? Like they're like, "Hey, you should try this place." We will. Okay? We want the hottest <laughs> you've got, ma'am. Can you actually make it hotter than that? Throw a ghost pepper yeah. in there. We are going Ooh. to a very important party, as you can see, because we'll have the jorts yeah. on when we're going in. So they know we mean <laughs> business. Uh, today, we are talking all the news in and out of the NHL. We've got uh, talking UFAs and much more. Check us out on Patreon to get all the spicy bits early. Uh, and we are on Twitch. Check us out. We just passed 100 followers. Uh, so head on over to Twitch. Uh, drop us a follow every time we hit a goal whoever's streaming we chug a we chug a beer uh we hit that 100 the next goal we are at 108 now out of one out of 125 uh and we're one sub one sub away from chugging so we we like to have fun over there so head on over yeah it's um super- how are you this week dude yeah I'm, I'm pretty good man um you know i was just gonna say it's super you know nice of you to say we are are doing that i think i do most of the work for it so i mean just throwing that out there yeah. but uh but but no i'm doing good man um you know been like uh, like you'll learn like i've been super in the in the big brother world you know like uh but, yeah. you know just uh just having to work the boy's you know, killing it right now yeah but i mean my team's the cookout, not, yeah like, it can change real quick oh it can change my i'm not expecting any Fantasy is out of my mind at this point. I am, yeah. I am, I am just now invested in the in, in the in a fun game uh, yeah. because things are not looking good for me across my across my fantasy league. So yeah, just yeah. getting that hey, you know some, getting that some, new house. Someone put you in a bad spot. Somebody put, put me in a bad spot. <laughs> hey, hey, who who did the who did this? Who is this man? It was me. I was the guy. That was that was that was the one. That was that was the only one to blame. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, getting the, getting the new, new house ready. Stephanie's putting in, in in some good, good work in it. Um, you know, but I got, I went over there Saturday. We got a bunch of stuff done. So ready to get in the new, you know, the new studs, get it all, you know, decorated, decored up for the, for the peoples and whatnot. So, uh, what about you, brother? How you been doing? Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about what's not my state, man, but it's been, it's been a long week. Um, you know, first world problems to an extent. Uh, we got a leak in the roof from the storm. We got gutters falling off. Dog's got a belly ache, so she's uh, been you know using the bathroom inside when she shouldn't be. Uh, you know, just uh, m- both cars are broken down, so it is what it is. But you know, we're 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 getting through it. Um, let's do this fit check though. I see we're yeah. both rocking them Hawaiians, dude. Yeah. I like r- it. Well, see, you know, you went with the traditional Hawaiian, which is always good. Don't get me wrong, but you know, your boy. Went with the, you know, your boy went with the full fit, dude. The uniform, all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, oh, oh, uh, what team are you on? Oh, just being generally balling all the time. Uh, and yeah. then I went with just, you know, you know, the the gray gray uh, winter classic hat up tie. You know, just the nice. uh, just the just kicking it uh, with what you could say was a was a classic, a classic hat. So uh, <laughs> I got that national bohemian hat on today. Wow, well, well, you know, some natty bow, baby. What's good? Yeah, yeah boy. But, we gotta um, be careful I, you know obviously we we check before but we got both got that hat so uh i think yeah. i've already i think i've already worn it during a fit check so i don't think i've yeah. been trying to avoid rocking multiple i mean when you got hundreds of hats if you wear the same one when you're recording once a week are you really a hat aficionado and i don't think that the answer <laughs> is you're you are not so um let's head over into the news we don't have much but we got one Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. All right, so not much news in the NHL, but the Kraken have added Andre Burkowski coming on. Who the, uh, I think, two, what did they say? Two, is he a two-time Stanley Cup winner now? Uh, um, I want to say, did he win one with uh, the Capitals? Does that sound... I want to say so. Yeah, let me get Yeah, some. yeah, he won it in 18. In 2018, he won it in the Capitol. So, yeah, they had uh, two-time Stanley Cup. Uh, honestly, I big... like what the Kraken are doing this offseason. They've yeah. got Oliver Bjorkstrand, um, Justin Schultz, Martin. I mean, Martin Jones is Martin Jones, but who knows? I mean, um, I, I like what's happening there. And 
when you compare it to what's happening in Vegas right now, um, you know, everyone thought, oh, Vegas had the, I mean, Vegas did have the greatest expansion season in the NHL, but now they're they're getting bit in the ass. I mean, they set themselves up for winning in the first three years. Yeah. They didn't win a Stanley Cup in the first three years. And now that, that cap space is biting them in the ass. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I mean, again, we've talked about this as, you know, obviously you always want from the start of your team coming to town to be good. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong, but you grow that, you get that, get that way early. You're really good for three years and then you just miss the playoffs, you know, in the fourth year and your fandom is up in arms yeah. and, and, and upset and mad. Like that's a, that's going to be a long-term problem yeah. for you. No, you know, especially you gotta, in a gotta, place like Vegas where. Yeah. You have a lot of tourists coming in. It's really easy for your fans to find something else to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, and, and, and like, and I'm not saying that everybody like that it, it lives in Vegas, but Vegas is a, it is a, as a neat, is a niche town. You know, I mean, yeah. it's not yeah. even for people it's that a, live it's a there. New sport city. It is a new sports city and it's, and it's a town where uh, the, the people in town may not care about sports yeah. ever. They don't, you know, they like, going to the casinos or they like doing, you know, this, or they yeah. like boxing or whatever. And so it, I think it's very important for us, for a fan base to to learn how to lose and, and, and appreciate it when you yeah. actually win. It's hard to appreciate yeah. the win when it just comes there immediately. Now, Hey, hey was you, it fun? You, was it exciting? Sure. But ask, you know, a, 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 ask Nashville how fun that Stanley cup run was for us. It, it, it was, it was phenomenal because we haven't had that before. Yeah. Uh, so I agree. I really like what the Kraken are doing. I mean, just this signing specifically. Um, you talked about some few, a few that they've already done, but but Burakovsky is a. It was a big part. Uh, I mean, I would say played a big role. Not maybe not a big part, but played a big role yeah. in in both of those Stanley Cups. I mean, oh yeah, uh, a, a guy that's a death death piece that could that could score that that didn't take any any nonsense. I mean, he. I think that's a really good ad for the Kraken. I, I like that signing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just to piggyback off what we were saying for Vegas fans, you have to imagine that it was only a couple of years ago that all these fans are used to sitting watching football and hockey games and lazy boys getting free drinks. Now they're mm-hmm. sitting in hard seats having to pay 16, 17 bucks a beer. I yeah. mean, they could really easily if, if they if these teams start being bad they're, they have no complaints going to the casino and watching games at the sports. Not a, yeah, right. Exactly. We, you know. We don't really have that luxury of, you know, yeah. if we want to go and watch the game, I mean, we can go to a bar or something, but we can't go hang out in the sports book. You know what I'm saying? And watch, yeah. the, and watch the game. You know, we, we, we do hang out in the sports book. It's called our couch and our apps. All right. <laughs> shout out action 24 seven. Shout out. Yeah. I mean, hey, what's good? What's good, everybody? I mean, when I hey, when I'm betting, I'm betting with action. OK, uh, so. So, but no offense, action. If I lived in Vegas, I'd probably, you know, you guys wouldn't sponsor me because I'd be hanging out in the sports book all the time. I would have never. Yeah, we also wouldn't live in Tennessee where they're located. <laughs> I would have never linked up with Bob. Well, I'm more saying I would have. The podcast never would have happened, Bobby, because college was not in the cards for the Vegas living Brandon. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm a homeless man or I'm living dope in the sports book. Those were my only two options. <laughs> there was zero, no in between, no, oh, he goes and gets a job and he grows up. No. Okay. That was it. I was either going to be a, a crippling, uh, you know, addicted gambler that was homeless or a crippling addicted gambler that lived in a sports book. Okay. So that was yeah. sort of the only two options. Uh, all right. Uh, let's move into outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. Rest in peace to one of the greats, Bill Russell, uh, eight-time world champion. Uh, I believe all with the Celtics, correct? Yes, all eight uh, with the Celtics. Yes. I believe yeah. he was he was always with the Celtics. I mean, he um, he did a lot for not you know not only obviously basketball. I mean, obviously, he did a lot for basketball, but he was a big uh, he was big in the community. I believe as well. Oh yeah, um, you know so. Uh, obviously we're not a big basketball, you know, basketball podcast, but, uh, when one of the, one of the, the greats in all of sports, you know, when, uh, you know, they pass, you gotta, you gotta bring it up. So 
did you know? I mean, I, I thought he was taller than I thought he was seven. He's only he was only six ten. Um, but I mean, I mean, I guess at the time that was basically like being seven four. So, um, so one of the great. I mean, the phrase like, "only six ten is yeah, an amazing it's phrase. NBA, it's the NBA. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm so sorry. Did we say eight? I think we said eight time NBA champion, and that, that is, is that wrong. wrong. We are both. Well, I said eight to you earlier, so oh. I'm not. I'm gonna take the heat on that. Uh, he was an eleven-time NBA okay. champion. Yeah, yeah, when you said when you said so when I you said, said eight earlier, when you say I, eight, in my mind, somebody, somewhere, some weird sports trivia in the back of my mind said, and as a Celtics fan, no. was like, ele- he he won like eight is it eleven? Ro- the, no, the, no, it was eight in a row. Yes, oh, okay, he won fifty-seven, so two, and then yeah. they won. No, and I knew eight was a part of it, but so eight he was a number. Yeah, fifty-seven, and then he won eight in a row, fifty-nine to sixty-six, and then won sixty-eight and sixty-nine, five MVPs. 12 NBA All-Star games, NBA All-Star game MVP, three-time NBA All-First Team, eight-time NBA All-NBA Second Team, uh, NBA Defensive First Team, four-time NBA Rebounding Champion, the NBA Lifetime Achievement Award in 2017. Uh, He was on the... NBA anniversary teams for the 25th, 35th, 50th, and 75th uh, anniversaries. Number six, uh, his numbers retired by Boston. Number six, two-time NCAA champion, uh, NCAA tournament's most outstanding player, UPI College Player of the Year, two-time Helms Player of the Year, two-time consensus first-team All-American, WCC uh, Player of the Year, three-time first-time All-WCC Number six, retired by San Francisco Dons and Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2011. Uh, as a coach, also, I forgot to tell you, he won one as a player coach uh, in 1968 and then uh, again in 1969. So technically, he has two yeah. wins as a coach. Uh, as so well. here's, my, here's my question for you then. And I'm not arguing for or against it. How come... Everyone who always talks the conversation between Michael versus LeBron, everyone it, it usually comes down to championships and stuff like that, and how many you've won, how many you've lost, and, so, and the number of championships. How come that conversation never includes Bill Russell? Uh, eight era, in a row, eight, era, eight in a row by itself, absolutely. and he did something that Michael Jordan couldn't do. Absolutely. He, he actually won as a player coach. Those those, <laughs> those teams uh, were vastly superior to any. I mean, it was it was a different it was yeah, a different but when era. You say that teams now are. I, I feel like the yes, current it was teams are always going to be superior. Like no, no, I'm saying I'm saying the Celtics. No, the Celtics themselves were so much superior. Okay, to okay, everybody I, oh, they oh, okay. With. Yes, Bill yes. Russell. Bill Russell was. Uh, I mean, I mean, let me look up that. Uh, let's just say, right in the heat of it. Let's say. We'll go 1963. How many? Russell. How many Finals MVPs did he win? Uh, three. Okay, three. So I mean, that's still half of Jordan's. Yeah, that's still half of Jordan's. But he won. They won eleven. So yeah, <laughs> Jordan won six, and he did one. And he did so in a break. <laughs> uh, let's see, nineteen sixty three, uh, Boston Celtics. While you look that up, yeah, uh, let's. Um, Deshaun Watson. Uh, suspended six games for violating the league's personal conduct policy, violating uh, uh, by engaging in sexual assault, by engaging in conduct that poses a genuine danger to the safety and well-being of another person, and by engaging in conduct that undermines the or puts at risk the integrity of the NFL. Absolutely insane. This is only six games when you've got guys being suspended full seasons for weed. Like, yeah. For sure. I mean, I mean, I mean listen, the weed thing. The weed aside thing is for any, sure. yeah. Put aside any like, oh well, he wasn't tr- he wasn't convicted in court. Neither were the guys who had weed or that tested positive for smoking weed. That's not. I mean, that that's out the window. That's argument's gone. So it's absolutely insane that the, the this is a blemish on the NFL once again, along with many yeah, the problem many, is the- many other blemishes between the Ray Rice situation. Um, I agree that uh, it's a limit, but see, the thing is between, between Ray Rice and where we're sitting at right now is a collective bargaining agreement signed by the players. And like, we're not there. I mean, I guess there's probably some, some loose, you know, verbiage for the, for the punishments, 
But um, I mean, hey, and I'm not saying deserve is not in my vocabulary of what I'm saying of why the six happened. So deserve has nothing to do with it. I believe that it should obviously be much more than six. But it is what about what we've seen with the with with this unproven he said she said stuff that again if they're making this decision before anything officially has been finished uh my understanding would be if if stuff external to what the NFL already knows comes out then they can they can add to that expansion i believe what i read today was that they have 7 days to uh, the NFL has 7 days to appeal and possibly add more time onto it um when you say the CBA that was signed by the players, I want to be very clear. I'm not arguing. When I say the no. the blemish is on the NFL, I'm not. You're talking about I, the I'm league support- as a whole. Yeah, I'm talking about the league. No. I'm yeah. not sitting here saying, oh, I'm, on, I'm not on the side of millionaires and going against billionaires. No. Like, that's not what this is. The NFL is the players. The oh, owners, no, no. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not contract disputes, okay? This isn't, this <laughs> isn't uh, quite, I, which I found yeah. all this being very different of what a, you know, what a person is, has, has actually done. <laughs> As opposed to us sitting here talking about, look, if we're talking about a contract dispute, I'm yeah. always going to land on the side of the uh, uh, of the millionaire because the millionaire, yeah, the difference between a million and a billion is about a billion. Okay, so like yeah. I'm not, we're not, we're not, we're yeah. not arguing. And those billionaires either. don't entertain me on Sundays. The millionaires do. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I have never had a fantasy a, a fantasy NFL owner league. Okay, never won. I mean, next we, we will now. <laughs> all right. I mean, obviously, we are now going to now that we first had the idea. But but previously, and then honestly, at that point, we may be like, forget the football players. We're going to shill for these billionaires. What's up? Like, your boy. And, and honestly, it should be. It shouldn't be who does the best as an owner. It should do be who does objectively the worst for their team. So dibs on Dan Schneider. Okay. So I got him. He's mine. You can't have him, Bob. I, I know that's your team, but he is my uh, NFL owner. So, oh, I mean, if we're talking about, especially if you look at the, uh, like he does, he does the least amount. He probably makes the most money and they, yeah, I'm, I'm, taking, I'm, I'm, t- I'm taking Shad Khan in the first pick. Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right, so then you know, I think I gotta go back to Jerry Jones, right? I mean, there's nobody that spends yeah. so much. He spends so much money and gets nothing in return for it. That's gotta be. That's gotta be <laughs> high on our point scale. We're gonna have to figure that out for the people. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I lost my place because I just started. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, we were just right. done with the Watson. Do- <laughs> I think, um, yeah. and uh, I didn't Dolphins. really find a bunch of big teammates for for Bill Russell. I'm sure that there were. I would have to like look into it a little bit, but um, we'll just look to see who the other eight uh, and NF, uh, the NBA, uh, the championship, uh, whatever the playoff MVPs or whatever. Uh, also, were. I'd say probably stats have something to do with it. He had yeah. four- 14,000 points, 21,000 rebounds, 4,000 assists. I mean, a lot of rebounds per game. Uh, but uh, And at only 6'10". That's great. I mean, he was a, he was a little guy. <laughs> that's the, little that's guy. the most impressive. I mean, he was the Muggsy Bogues of his era. So. <laughs> uh, uh, the Dolphins punished for tampering. Following a six-month investigation, the league found the Dolphins, primarily team owner Stephen Ross, and vice chairman, limited partner Bruce Beal, violated the anti-tampering policy on three occasions on 2019 to 2022 in conversations with quarterback Tom Brady and the agent for then New Orleans Saints coach Sean Payton. No evidence, though, has been found of them throwing games. Um, I think one of the best parts about this is one of the um, pieces of evidence that they found that concluded this was a text from Bruce Belichick to, I believe, Stephen Ross or... Um, and it was the fact that Bill Belichick sent it to the wrong, or he was to Brian Flores. Sent it, the wrong, it was to Brian Flores. Sent it to the wrong it to Brian. Brian Flores. I mean, the wrong one. Yeah. Yes. And you're talking about Bill Ch- Belichick playing chess and not checkers. Him laying the DR of accidentally sending a text that could be considered tampering on the Dolphins, but not the Patriots is amazing. <laughs> I mean, good Lord, this man is an, is a, is a evil genius. Yeah. Like if and you're not like, I, I get why, if you're not a Patriots fan, you hate this guy. Well, and I mean, Brian Flores, I mean, has come out and said some different things that makes you lean to, they just, uh, you, and you said the key line, 
with the very end of it. No evidence found of them throwing games. Yeah. They didn't say they didn't throw games. We found evidence of them that, you know, showed that they didn't throw games. What? Because remember what Flores came out and said about different things that they were letting him do and not letting him do, trying to yeah. get him to, to, to lose the game. And, and and I mean, maybe that's, maybe, that's hard maybe to find evidence a, on. It's hard. Right. It's maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe it's a, a, a scorned ex-girlfriend type of deal. But also Brian Flores never really struck me as that type of guy that needed to needed to throw out falsities on a, what's clearly a bad Dolphins ownership. You know, like, yeah. uh, so, I mean, obviously they've shown to be shown to do wrong. I wonder, kind of wonder how that, yeah. that goes for this season. That's a, that's a team that has a lot of, uh, a lot of potential this year with, you know, bringing in Tyree kill and, uh, uh, you know, Tua back for a year and then, you know, some, some different signings there. So looking looking forward to kind of see how this affects things. If they're able yeah. to, uh, you know, stay on the right track. I do find it ridiculous. Like they are finding, Stephen Ross, what I think a couple million dollars, which would be like getting a, a parking uh, ticket worth twenty, and being told, "Oh, oh give no. give us twenty five cents, give oh, us whatever no. changes in your cup holder right now." Oh no! <laughs> anyway, I mean, he's just gonna raise PSL prices. He's like, no problem. <laughs> it's like I got you, uh, buddy. <laughs> all right, our main topic of the day: we're talking the U, uh, best UFAs coming into the month of August. We've got a couple here, uh, a couple of big names. Obviously, there's a lot more than this, but these are the ones that I think uh, that we think are going to get the most attention. Starting off, I think we can agree this is the biggest name on this list. Nazim Kadri, uh, the 31 year old center um, last year in Colorado, he had a cap hit of four point five million, 28 goals and 87 points in the regular season and 15 points in 16 playoff games en route to a Stanley Cup run. Um, I mean, if. Any, I mean, 16 playoff games is not a lot of playoff games to win the cup. Uh, so, no. well, I mean, that's that's a that's a, that's a great number of points. And I mean, I think right now, I think all signs are pointing to him going to the Islanders, which is, I think he's a great fit. There's also some talk about Seattle. That would be a huge pickup for Seattle. I think it, I yeah. mean, I think it's a huge boon for whoever gets this guy. Yeah, I think I think not. not I don't want to say wasted. I think that he'll be wasted on a Seattle team. I mean, he'll be yeah. it'll be great addition for the Seattle team. Um, I think that a team like the Islanders that started off so poorly, having to having to be away from a home stadium for so long, and then kind of making a push towards the end. But I mean, it was far too little, too late for them to do it. I think that's a much better fit for for a guy like that. Uh, he can handle the the you know, the New York grit and uh, and the media and what they have to have to offer. Um, but I mean, and I'm sure it's a it's a cap situation uh, specifically. If I'm, you know, if I'm uh, if I'm one of the these teams uh, that is looking to make another cup run, uh, i.e., Carolina, Florida. Um, you know, even, even a place like Pittsburgh that is, that has had some, you know, had success and, and not so much recently, but always could with the, you know, the guys they have on their team. I think I'm making probably a try to try to make a bigger push for a guy like him. Uh, it, yeah. it, he, he, he made such a difference on that Colorado team that I think it was such a difference that he could have, he could have willed a couple of different teams through their, you know, through yeah. other teams. And so, um, so, you know, obviously New York and Seattle, those are probably the places that are going to pay him the most money. So, uh, you know, go get your money, Nazem Kadri. Yeah. But I'm, I'm trying to I'm more saying free up some money if you're one of these other squads. If all yeah. if all you're talking about is a a four point five million cap hit last year, it can't be. You know, I mean, what is what is he what do you think he commands right now? Six, six, six and a half, maybe. Uh, and six that's and a, a big uh, six, number. Six, six and six point seven five is the highest I would be comfortable yeah. getting them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not saying sell everything and get the, you know, sell all your pieces so you could bring in Nazem Kadri. Uh, but if you could make it work, that's a that's a piece that uh, provides so much that I think that I would yeah. be, I would be really want, wanting to at least try for it. Yeah. Um, Phil Kessel, the 34 year old winger. Uh, last year, his cap hit was 8 million, 52 point season, but the once consistent 30 goal score only managed to score five even strength goals. 
Um, I, 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 not, I don't think he. I don't think he's pulling in that eight mil. No. Uh, I mean, and you said a consistent thirty goal scorer. Hey, and then that's a, that is a feat, okay? And he absolutely yeah. is a. But I don't think uh, thirty. Uh, you know, a guy that if you promise me for the next five years he's going to get me thirty goals, I don't think. Eight million dollars. You know, like that's that's just yeah. not the number that that comes in and comes into my head. I mean, I, I I don't know what I'm paying for Phil Kessel. Four and a half yeah, million is he, sounding he, more about right to me. Five yeah, million. I think it's million. kind of an anomaly because he comes off of what Arizona, and then he before that he was playing with Sidney Crosby. Right. So. It's kind of I don't know I don't I I mean he's a all right so I, I think we need to I think we need to be clear he's a great player statement. I'd love to have him on my team yeah for the right number yeah, um, eight million is a no go not is a non starter I mean for that's me. that's almost that's almost twice as much I mean I think I would probably pay for the name and for the leadership and for what he can bring to uh you know to a team for a decent team four four and a half that's about what I think I'd be willing to pay for yeah. my team. Am I saying that that's what this man is worth? No, no. I mean, you're worth whatever anybody is willing to pay you. And, yeah. I, and hey, $8 million buys a lot of goodwill and a lot of hot dogs. So don't hear what I'm not <laughs> saying, okay? But I mean, $8 million, even if you, even if he was at the Coyotes and he scored 30 goals, I mean, what else is he doing? He's not, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to yeah. say anything that makes it seem like I'm, Against Bill Kessel, but uh, I don't want to say that he needs a prove it contract, but he need uh, he, he's, he's past he, the he's an contract. He's an anomaly to me. But he needs he needs more of an inline contract. Like I don't think I'd yeah. be as huge. I have a huge of a problem with the team giving him five and a half or six million dollars. You know, but if 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 somebody you know brings him in or you know let's say the Coyotes re-sign him for seven and a half million dollars, I'm gonna judge that contract i just i have to i mean yeah i mean that's I th- what i believe that anybody if you pay anyone over six and a half y- to me you're saying this is the person that's gonna but take us to the next level that's the I'm, piece I'm allowed, we need to get to we the next are level. we I, and, and you know i hate it when people are like well you couldn't do it well absolutely not but nobody's offering to pay me eight million dollars to not do it okay and and you know so i, I i'm i'm in 100 agreement with you on that uh He's worth what you pay him for sure, but if you're gonna get paid that much money, then I, we as we as as journalists and analysts and people that you know watch hockey and fans, we all get to judge what you're yeah. not doing for that money. I mean, yeah, we judged Matt Duchesne for years, yeah. and guess what? He stepped up. He, he performed up to the point, and yeah. we and and we said this past season, he finally got. Now we we need to get a couple more years of that because he needs to make up for those couple of years where he underperformed his contract um yeah but all right uh evan rodriguez the 28 year old center uh from pittsburgh uh only a cap hit of one million dollars uh last year 43 points in 82 games i think he's gonna get more than that mil yeah um yeah <laughs> i uh thinking two to four milli is uh is yeah, in I, his I, realm I, of possibility I like, I like this guy i think I he too. is coming he is he's in his prime right now i think he's gonna get some new get somewhere else i think playing uh on a line with Sidney Crosby for what a season and a half, a full season. Yeah, and the good thing that, about the that, about, that's great for anybody. Great thing about Pittsburgh is is yeah, he play got to play a lot with Crosby, but he got to play a lot with Malkin. He got to play a lot across the board yeah. and learn from those guys. I'm with you. That one, if you can get him, if you can get him in the realm of anywhere close to a million dollars a season, I'm sna- yeah. I'm snatching him up. What's the, uh, what's the max you're paying for him? I don't think I'm going above four. Oh no, no! I was thinking two and a half, two and a half, yeah. maybe two seven, maybe five, three, three. If I'm feeling frisky, depending on my cap situation, uh, if yeah. I've got if I've got enough open cap to, yeah, maybe uh, if say, I'm Calgary, I've got a little bit who's to, got some cap space. Uh, honestly, I, I would, what a, what a fantastic thought for Evan Rodriguez! Like for him going to Calgary, and you could if you could pay him, you know, two point seven five million a year. I think you are more than going to get your money's worth. So I mean, yeah. yeah. Calgary is a really, really good thought, but I think anywhere, even if a team, I, I think that's a that's a good enough contract that that you can bring him in and not be expecting 
you know, a cup run yeah. or something, you know, that could be a really long-term yeah. build for you. And, and, yeah. And, I mean, and if you give him a three-year contract, they gets him to 31 and yeah. he's either by then he's either, he's still, he, at that point he's in his prime still age wise and mm-hmm. he's proved himself or he hasn't, if he's proved yeah. himself, then he, then maybe he turns into that four or five million dollar player. Yeah, if I'm thirty one, and then you then you give him a six year contract. I'm a I'm a team mm-hmm. rebuilding. Like you know, obviously the the Kraken is always an option. They've they've already been making some moves, but uh, but the team like the Sharks, maybe uh, the team like, like uh, Detroit, maybe you know is is a is a is a landing spot for him. But that with all that being said, I think you know he may be willing to go and take two and a half million dollars to go play for a team like Colorado or go for, play for a team like Florida or a team like Carolina yeah. that already has that cup chance. And I think I think he can kind of really control his destiny of yeah. uh, of what he wants to do um, with this contract, or at least in my mind. Yeah. Um, Paul Statsny, the thirty six year old center, last season cap hit of three point seven five mil. He hit 45 points this season, his first time since the 15-16 season. Um, I think this is a guy that would be a great fit going back to the Avs. But again, going back to Calgary, I think Paul Snatsy is a good fit for a place like Calgary. They've got the cap space. I think um, Paul Snatsy is a great, uh, has that veteran uh, leadership ability. He's still a good player. I I like him. I think I like him at three mil. I like yeah three. I I even like him at it at his. I mean a little high maybe three three seven five. But if you're willing to pay it, I'm not not against it. Thirty six. Yeah. He's older, and you know he 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 had forty five points, which is a which is a a nice number. But I mean, I think we both know, especially as fantasy players, that what Stasny brings to the table is not necessarily his goal scoring ability. Yeah. But that's that guy that you can put in there, and he's going to win a face off. He can play on a fourth yeah. line. He can play on a second line. Uh, the versatility, he's a great, gr- yeah, exactly. The versatility that a guy like Sassy is going to give you is, is key. Um, and again, it kind of goes back to that. You can bring him on a team that's in a rebuild and he can help your players grow, or you can bring him onto a, onto a squad that has a chance to, uh, you know, to move, move forward and, and maybe win a cup. I, I'm thinking a place like, uh, I mean Toronto. Toronto just pops into my head as as a spot yeah. that Stasny I think would 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 learn and grow, kind of like Joe Thornton. Not not learn and grow, <laughs> not learn and grow. Uh, help help you know help learn and grow uh, with a lot of those younger players, kind of like Joe Thornton did. Or uh, yeah, I was thinking I was thinking Jokinen. You know, just like that older player that was like going from places to play place to place yeah. uh, later in his career. Um, you know, and as much as it hurts to say, what do you think about Statsy in a place like Chicago? I mean, yeah, they've got I, uh, ten. They got uh, ten and a half, almost eleven million dollars in cap space. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's what I'm talking about. It, it really is. He his skill set is so wide open to a a deep cup run, or uh, you know, a team that maybe is on the cusp of the playoffs, or a team that is just bad right now and has a lot of young players that he can he can move along. Yeah. I mean. A guy like Stasny goes to a place like Chicago. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, that's a team that could could go either way. I mean, you get the right pieces, the right signings on there. I don't think it matters who else is on that team. You got Jonathan Taze. You got, uh, you know, Patrick Kane. I think you can win some hockey games if if some things go your way. So I think, yeah, no, I absolutely don't yeah. hate the hate the thought of I hate the thought of him going there because I do like him as a player, but I don't hate the thought of him as a as an outside you know perspective for Chicago. Yeah, so like I'm looking at the cap spaces right now. I know you mentioned Toronto. That's a no go. They are almost two million over the cap, so they would have to drop five mil just to bring stats in the end if he got his market price. Sure. sure. Um, but and then I mean, just so Tampa Bay's almost eight million over the cap, of course, because of uh, LTIR. Okay, um, um, maybe Dallas. <laughs> yeah, Dallas, Dallas is, uh, is, is actually pretty. Yeah, Dallas has a le- almost eleven and a half in cap space. That well, I think Paul Statsy in Dallas would be. A great I think he would be a. Fan. I think he would be too good of a fit. I hope that nobody is uh, is listening because that mm-hmm. is uh, honestly, I would I would not like to see that. Obviously, he's played there in Winnipeg. And if you uh, are and you make that happen, you need to give us credit. For I, your, for I, 
you heard it here first, you know, you know, that's, a, that's what I'm saying. We're dropping news. Like we're like, we're uh, Adrian Wojnarowski of the NHL, bro. All right. You know, um, all right. To round us off, we're talking one of my favorite defensemen all the time. PK Subban, the 33 year old defenseman last season had a $9 million cap hit. Let's be honest. The biggest issue was his play compared to his high contract. He was not a $9 million player last year. He has not been for several years now. Um, I think that's the way of things. I mean, 33, a little young, but he's got some injury history. Um, yeah. You know, this I is mean, a Norris Trophy winner. And it's, and, and you know, injury history is always hard to bring up. And you can say, well, you have injury history or you're injury prone until you're not. The problem is, is his injuries have been back injuries, which we, yeah. which, which are, are hard, hard to overcome because yeah. your back is involved in everything. You know, like even when you're recovering, you know, you're still having to use your back yeah, and getting up and down and everything. You break your wrist, your wrist is broken and you could just do everything without that wrist for a while or same with an ankle or unless, you know, unless you're Jasmine, in which case your ankles <laughs> never heal. Okay. <laughs> but, <oops. laughs> uh. but no, but yeah, I mean, it, the back is a hard thing to, to. Yeah. To go through and a nine million hit is good is is a big is a big cap hit if you're not yeah. having back problems and you're if, yeah. if you're scoring you know 70 points a year still nine million is still yeah. a hard sell. i think i think a former norris trophy winner guy likes pk suban um at this point in his career still has the opportunity for an upward projection i don't think he's going to reach the mountaintop like he has before no i would say 3.8 $4.2 million at three-year contract is about the most I would want to give him. And you know what? I think he would be an amazing asset for any team to, for anyone to have at around that price or even if lower. He is uh, he is still an amazingly great guy in the locker room. He oh, is an amazing yeah. person for the city. He is great for any team in jersey sales. He not and that's just that's not even looking as on ice what he can do if given time to heal, if given time to get into the system. Uh, I mean, P.K. Subban is still a great defenseman. Thousand percent. I don't want anybody to hear what I'm saying, what I'm not, what I'm not saying. (laughs) Um, I mean, yeah, for you, you lower the price, you bring him in a place like, uh, like Seattle or, you know, bring him him into Nashville (laughs) or Detroit uh, that will really beef up their, their present. The biggest thing is it's, it's hard for at least at that price that even you're projecting at three, three, eight, Four to, yeah, for three years. That's that's hard. That would be hard. So it would be hard for me to sell as a contender to bring in a guy that you would have to expect you're paying that much. You would you would at least want him to be rocking your second pairing. You know, uh, that would be hard for me to sell. But for for a team that maybe knows, hey, we're not going to be competing this year. We need to get a few of these young guys. Uh, you know, up to speed and a, and a guy that exactly, as you said, such a, you know, you have those guys that are locker room cancers. And if there's anything the opposite of the world from a locker room cancer, it's PK Subban. And he, yeah. Yeah. he provides so much. Personally, that man's probably made a lot of money. I don't know what he's worth. And, you know, if he can go make more great, he is so good on broadcasts and TV. Yeah. If I'm him, I'm, 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 I'm not breaking yeah. myself down for the rest yeah, and of I get my it. That life. Can, I mean, he's listen, he's a competitor. You and I, I get we that. don't know That's what, what that, we, don't, we don't know no, what sure. you and I, we don't know what that competitive itch feels like when we see guys like PK Subban, Drew Brees, these guys level. go into no. the studio <laughs> and then go and then want to go back and then have a great contract that says you're going to get paid millions of dollars to talk about what you used to do. And they're like, you know what? I want to go back out there. I want to do 6 a.m. practices. I want to be in the gym every day. I want to have no. a diet. I'm going to go back out there. That, that's insane. We to me. absolutely um, do not. Yeah. We do not know what that feels like. Uh, yeah. I mean, he he may go back. He may. And, and that's what I'm saying. Go get your money if you can. I'm saying from the outside perspective, I don't think that I've ever. And, and we've seen quite a few great of a few of the great people in sports history retire early and we've never heard from him again. I'm sure they're having a great life. Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, uh, 
LaDainian Tomlinson didn't go super deep into his career, you know, and they were just able to hang it up and just walk away. I honestly think that P.K. Subban is that kind of guy. He doesn't give me yeah. that Drew Brees vibe. He doesn't give me that that feeling that football or hockey, in his case, is everything that he's about. Whereas Drew Brees, you always felt like that. You felt like he's sitting there at breakfast with his kids and he's reading a playbook, you know, or he's sitting on his, yeah. his iPad. P.K. Subban seems like he can, he can separate the sports yeah. world. Well, I that's the difference between com- comparing a quarterback to anybody else. Yeah. I mean, quarter, that's, who, that's who quarterbacks are. I think to be a, co- a professional quarterback, that's the kind of that's but the, Jason, the difference between I mean, quarterback But, but to your else. point, forgetting, forgetting that point, Jason Witten. I mean, Jason Witten's a perfect example of a guy that yeah. went to the booth. Maybe we well, pushed him back onto the job. field. Yeah, maybe we <laughs> pushed him back on the field. They're like, he's like, he's like, oh, I love being a broadcaster. I'm going to do it forever. Like, and then Mike Tirico is like, are you though? Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's like, shut up and okay. run the ball, bud. Yeah, and they called Chris Hemsworth <laughs> and it's like, hey, we need you to actually do this in person to him because I don't think he's going to get it otherwise. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, oh. and so he goes back in because he wants to, you know, do whatever. So I can see it. But PK Subban has done really, really good work on broadcasts. And I think that a, a place like, uh, you know, ESPN would be so lucky to pull a guy like him after getting that hockey, yeah. that NHL hockey contract. Uh, probably not going to be able to pay him 3.8 to 4 million a year. But I would imagine that it's a lot easier on the old back. So. Yeah, uh, but whatever happens to this man, all these people we've talked about, I'm sure they're great, but we know firsthand in Nashville what he has done for our community. What when he came to Nashville, what he continued to do for Montreal, and then since going to New Jersey, I'm sure that he is he is uh, he has found a children's hospital and is given a lot of his money there. So wherever this man lands, I just want to thank him from the bottom of our hearts and our, you know, our city for what he did for us. So yeah, you're lucky to oh, have yeah. him if you get him. So I, you said like, you know, ESPN couldn't pay them. So I was like, huh, I wonder if they, I don't think they could, but I want to see, like, I want to go to the top of the mountain. I was like, I want to see what Stephen A's gets getting paid. So I, Stephen Stephen hold on, hold on. A. I bet you he gets paid. Eight mil a year. That's exactly right. Boom! But what happened was I typed in Stephen a contract. Uh, and it just says Steven signed a four year, two hundred and fifty million contra- contract. And I'm I'm skimming it <laughs> with an average salary of fifty three million dollars a year. But then it said Steven Strasburg. Huh? Ca- no, well, it said while carrying a cap hit of forty eight million. I'm like, all right, is this like a joke, like a joke article? It pulled up Steve, uh, Steph Curry instead of Stephen <laughs> A. <laughs> <laughs> or I was like thinking Steven Strasburg or something like. <laughs> but yeah, Stephen A. So hey, really eight mil? So I mean, yeah, and eight mils, but eight, but like you said, he the top of the mountain, and yeah. I mean, he, you know, PK Subban, while would while being a great pull, I can imagine that the the uh, the list and order of how much they pay people, the NHL folk happen to rank a little lower than the rest. Uh, yeah, maybe a decent salary for for Gretzky, uh, but he ain't getting, you know, he ain't getting no Chuck, uh, Ernie, or. Uh, Shaq oh, you want to hear something? Stephen A. Yeah. Actually, uh, actually, it's been uh, that's that's not an updated number. His number is actually twelve million now. Okay, I can see that. And he's yeah. actually ranks seventh on the list of highest paid uh, hmm. commentators. Uh, okay, who, so let me guess who the number uh, one is. Uh, the number one, Bob Costas, maybe? No. Mike Tirico? No. Uh, Bob Lee? No, Jim Rome at 30 million. He does. He does and, and the best part about Jim Rome is he just calls everybody that watches him his clones. And yeah. so, like, honestly, then, like... That's that makes sense. Jim Rome, thirty mil a year, huh? And then in second place is Tony Romo with eighteen million. Troy Aikman also at eighteen million. Michael Strahan at seventeen million, and then Al Michaels at fifteen million, and then Joe Al Buck Michaels. at fifteen as well. I guess it's ESPN. I'm probably thinking outside. Whew. those are big numbers. Yeah. Maybe maybe PK could pull four mil. I think I think he could. I think, I think with these new de- PK, call me. Get me as your agent. We'll get it worked out. I'll go into the negotiations yeah. and this fit. Okay. <laughs> they would not be able to say no. Be like, I'll tell you where I got uh, this. They're like, did you get it on Amazon? I'm like, 
Yeah. Um, yes. All right. Okay. Well, let's jump into our joke of the week. I can find it. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. All right, this one comes from the Golden State, San Francisco. <laughs> a San Francisco man is fighting a ticket for parking in the red zone after the curb was repainted red while his car was parked there. <laughs> I mean, not um, funny. Not was, funny that happened while. Yeah, but I'm looking at there the was picture. actually. Yeah. <laughs> there was a picture I saw where like you literally saw them kind of go around the tire so they didn't touch his tire. Um, and the city's not fighting. It's yeah, they were admitting that they painted it while it's red, but they're saying it's always been red. Um, so I'm looking at some of these pictures, and maybe, maybe it was red. But <laughs> the 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 pic, like when you look at the, the news article, ABC News, they grabbed screenshots from 2016 and 2021 that shows that that curb did not. It, wow, maybe it looked like a curb. painted red. It didn't even have so flex faded. of it anymore. It doesn't even have flex of the red anymore. Yeah. If you could see Which it. at that point, it's no longer painted red. Right. Once you once you <laughs> know that it was supposed to be painted red, you can look closely and see, oh, okay, maybe there's that that tinge of where it was different. But if I told you this was never yeah. painted red, you would not question. And you wouldn't they said it, they've wise. been parking there for 25 years. Is it how long they've lived there? And it has not been repainted in 25 years. And also, he hasn't been getting tickets either. So, like, it's not yeah. like they've been considering it a red zone and then ticketing the guy. And then now all of a sudden, he's like, well, they painted it while I was here. He's been painting. He's been sitting, parking there. No tickets. And then that's the best part is that, like, it wasn't like then painted red one day and then he parked there. It was that they painted it while he was there and then ticketed yeah. him. <laughs> that would be this- dope. If yeah. cities started doing that, they just rolled by, they painted something red real quick, ticketed it. The next day, they're like, we do not want this to be a red zone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, some I actually had something like this happen to me when I was in college uh, up in Clarksville. I was parking. I was parked at my uh, my apartment building where I was at, and I was parked like a building next door. And it was open. You didn't have to. You didn't have like a designated parking spot. You didn't have to park in front of your building uh, where I was parked. I'm at class. I'd be. Uh, because I rode with a buddy. To, we, we had us the same class. My roommate and I had the same class. I rode with him. I get a text from one of my other buddies who works in the front office. Like, hey, you're getting towed. I'm like, towed? I was thinking you're going to get like ticketed or booted. And he was like, you're parked in handicap spot. I'm like, dude, I haven't moved my car in a week. And he's like, well, you're parked in handicap spot. I'm like, that's impossible, dude. I, I'm not. He's like, yeah, they made it a handicap parking spot today. I'm no, like, okay. No, oh, what? no, 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 that's not how any of this works. Okay. And he was like, my manager told me not to text you, but I'm doing you that he's like, he's a fraternity brother. So I was like, I'm texting you. And I was like, all right, dude, I'm in class right now. And I, that means I have to get back. Like, I don't have my car here, obviously. So I need to get, wait for my buddy to get out of his class, meet up and get back there. Luckily he was able to stall them long enough for me to get there and move it. And only because the guy, the construction guys who were planning the handicap sign, they went to lunch. So it wasn't officially in the ground yet, so they couldn't tow me yet. And that I'm just like, what the, the most? Fuck? That is that has got to be illegal. There's got to be illegal on like oh numerous. Well, yeah, I'm sure it is. Like, I'm sh- I'm sure it is. But when you're you know a 19 year old in college, you're you're just you. I just get mad. I'm like, I don't even know who to yell at. Sure, because the sure. manager's like, well, it's not up to me. It's up to the city. And I'm like, I don't. This is private property. That ain't, this is, yeah, has nothing to do no, with the city. No, no. That see, no, that ain't how it works. And like. See, but those those college apartments try to do that do that shit a lot, like where they think, yeah. okay, this is a young kid, and like, and I'm sure they get away with it tons. Like they get to find people, and like they tried it with me one time, and I went in there, and like I'm like logically explaining something. I'm like, no, like it was like about like I referred somebody into the apartment complex, and so they say you get whatever off the next month rent. Well, they try were trying to charge me because I paid like a hundred dollars less because I was supposed to. They tried to charge me a fine because I didn't pay the full what? amount of rent. And so I went in there and I'm like explaining it, you know, and like I feel like I feel like uh, Kevin Cosner on Brooklyn Nine Nine. I'm like, do you know what a clapback is? Because I do, you know, like I'm like <laughs> in this girl's face, and so like 
you know, none of there's no there's no adults there. They're just other yeah, the college problem, students. Yeah. And like so the manager they're just comes doing what out. they're told. Right. And the manager comes out, which just means you're just an older college student that's yeah. lived there longer. And like I'm explaining it and she's like, Well, you come in here and like I'm explaining it to her and she's like, Well, you know, you're getting a little loud and you know, you can catch more flies with honey. And I was like, Well, not if the fly is too dumb to land on it though, right? <laughs> And like I was not having it, and so they didn't mess with me yeah. anymore. They took it off my, you know, they like, took the fine off. They're like, "Oh, well, we yeah. can clear this up." And I was like, "Well, perfect." I mean, she could have done it out there, probably, but uh, you know, you, like they want you to be thankful that they've finally done what they're supposed to do for you. It's like, bro, yeah. we are, we, you're an, you're, you're half a year older than me. Okay, you, yeah, you just happen to work here, you know. That's very yeah. frustrating. So my my freshman year when I still lived in the dorms. Um, I, it was the stupidest fucking thing. Now I'll say it was a little bit my fault. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm out watching the Super Bowl at a friend's house. It is New England versus New York. The Patriots lose because of that ridiculous catch. I get back. I've got a shit ton of wings that didn't get eaten. So I've got like just a bunch of wings that I'm taking up to my door to put in the fridge. I park in a spot I've always parked in. For some reason, nobody's ever parked there. It's like right in front of the door. The thing's never been painted. Whatever. They painted it orange that day, that day, for whatever reason. Now, I don't know what orange means. It's not the color of my thing. Apparently, orange means it's a loading zone. I don't fucking know why. Anyway, I get there at like one in the morning. I park there right when a parking enforcement comes. I was like, you, you can't park there or you're going to get a ticket. And I'm upset. I am visibly upset. I'm like, how much is a ticket? She's like, $25. I'm like, and now the only other parking spot is about a 30 minute walk. Because right. at 1 a.m. on a Sunday or whenever yeah. every all the parking spots are taken. I'm like, just take it me. Honestly, it's it's worth it at this point. Just take it me. Right. I'm, I'm, I want to go to bed. She's like, no, no, no. You have to move your car. I'm like, well, you just said you could, you were going to ticket me. She's like, you need to move your car or I'm going to take it. I'm like, okay, then ticket me. Yeah. I'm really Do, just, are, okay. Are we not hearing each other? I don't She's can't. like, okay, well, she's like, well, if you're going to take that attitude, then I'll just tow it. I'm like, okay, well, you so didn't we're say that. Different. That wasn't one. That, no, that wasn't no. part of the. If you're if, if the answer was toe, then I would have moved. I would have moved it. Yeah. If you yeah. said you're going to you, tow it. Yeah. You're re- you you're, you're said, changing the, the no- negotiation if, midway if, through. If you if, if if the punishment for something is a fine, then only the people too poor for that are subject to that. If I want to pay twenty five dollars <laughs> to park here, then I get to I use uh, an MTSU. I had a dude that would always just go instead of parking in the white. Uh, like in like a teacher's lot, which you could generally do pretty good and get away with it. And you don't, he would always just park in the white parking lot in the grass because a grass parking spot was a $20 ticket as opposed to parking in a teacher's spot, <laughs> which was 25. It was, uh, it was ridiculous. Like he drove, he would yeah. like drive up like beside his bot, like <laughs> just park on the grass. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're running a little bit over, so we're gonna keep on heading out. Uh, let's move into it's the uh, beginning of the month, so we're gonna do what are you binging? I'll start us off. Um, everyone knows I love D and D, love watching actual play D and Ds. Uh, there's an uh, an old season of Dimension Twenty that I never that I could never really get into called uh, Mice and Murder, which it's a murder mystery where everyone plays in an alternate reality Earth where animals uh, evolved. So everyone plays like dog. Kind of, but like, yeah, it's like anna anamorphic uh, yeah, animals. Like so you've got people playing like, uh, you know, like dogs. You have some people playing like uh, uh, badgers and stuff like that. Anyway, so it's based in like in London, um, and it's a murder mystery, and it's very entertaining, really good, really fun, um, really really good season. Uh, I think that it's it's a shorter, it's a mini season, mini series, so it's only ten episodes. Um, but yeah, I'm loving it. It's a lot of fun. What about you, man? Yeah, man. Um, mine. While it's on the what are you binging, it could very easily just be on what's snapping my stick. I have been way, way too into, and you know how when I get into stuff, I get way too into. It. I've been up on the Big Brother live feeds. I'm talking like four to five times within the last few weeks, or no, few weeks. This last week, I've been up to like two a.m. And like to the point where I have to turn them off because I can't just, oh, I'll just fall asleep to them. No, bro. If they're yeah. going, I am, I am flipping can. And then even worse for, for it, you know, I was doing this even before I discovered this. Chrome has an extension called BB Viewer. And um, 
let me just tell you if you don't want to get into the into the bb viewing game don't download this because it makes it super easy to switch between cams it has bookmarks uh, so you can go back and watch like specific things that happened or oh bro oh boy Ooh, they have it for firefox oh my gosh it is uh brother if it's it's too much. I am. I am deep into the game. We, you know, I get into it for fantasy, bro. I will pull it. I will pull up the live. I think Stephanie and I, just for example, even uh, I didn't even stay up super late last night. I got off work at three thirty, and I started. I was watching the live feeds from three thirty to like, like ten, like just nonstop, <laughs> just like watching these live feeds. It was. Does it only be down for like? Like uh, yesterday, it was down for like an hour and 10 minutes or something like total yeah. the entire day. It's so do you have much. Paramount Plus or do you have Paramount Plus Paramount through something Plus. else? No, Paramount so I have Plus. mine through Amazon, so I guess I can't use it because it doesn't uh, have a sign well, you in, just, like, from Amazon. Oh, well, wouldn't it just the be the BB viewer? Oh, well, you just go it through doesn't and have just like go on to Paramount, Paramount, Paramount Plus. Whenever you're watching, you don't have to do anything. You just go and watch the BB uh, live feeds if you got them. And then it will like do its thing for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just an nope. extension for the live feeds. Like you can't just like have the BB viewer and then watch them if you don't have them. Well, yeah, I have it. It's just when I when I type because I just downloaded the extension, I clicked on it, and it tried to sign. It wanted me to sign into Paramount Plus. Yeah, yeah. You can. I mean, it should. You should be able to though. I don't know why you wouldn't be able to. Yeah, I'll try to look at it. it. I mean, it literally yeah. took me thirty seconds. I've only looked at it for ten seconds. Yeah, um, so I've right. just been super <laughs> into it. But also, the problem is I can't talk about it with anybody anymore because I'm always ahead of them. The only thing that actually happens in real time is the eviction. So now, yeah. will I know absolutely who's getting evicted because I've seen all the discussions for days? Yes, yes, I will. <laughs> like I know who's getting renominated tonight, Bobby. You know, uh, or tomorrow night. You know, so. Uh, I'm already well ahead of the game. So that's the problem. I'm going to need you to get up in there. So what about, um, okay. Yeah. I think we're moving on. So let's move into what's, uh, what's snapping our stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. Alrighty. Um, again, a little bit of a first world problem. Home ownership, man. It is sometimes when it rains, it pours, everything breaking out at the same time. You know, I think there's a soccer game this Saturday. Probably not going to be able to go because I don't have a car right now that can, that can work, which is even part of home ownership, but it, it adds on to it. Not to mention now got to save for a roof, a gutter, uh, not to mention our re- renovation that was going on. So sometimes home ownership can just be a pain in the ass sometimes i there were times when i miss being younger and just being able to call up a landlord and just have them come fix something and i don't have to give a fuck about it yeah man that's uh yeah you already been kind of telling me a bit about that so you know apologies bro Um, i don't (laughs) i was i was actually going to look and see if there's a soccer game because there was one this past saturday uh okay my wife said I think there was one this Saturday. There may so That's why yeah. I was actually going to look that up. I just did not know. Uh, mine is, and this is something that we've kind of talked about. That is correct. There is one this Saturday. So uh, something that we've kind of talked about. I, you know, I've been watching you, you know, game it up on some Twitch. And then I was just like thinking like, man, you know, it'd be super fun to play backyard baseball. Because I mean, yeah, that's that shit, right? That's that shit, right? And so I'm looking it up. Well, apparently I'm not the first grown up that thought about playing backyard (laughs) baseball. This guy has created this online emulator for it and has a league. And I've kind of talked to you about it. I think we're going to talk a little bit about it after the after the episode. But, you know. It's pretty, it's pretty dope, man. It's pretty cool. Like this, the situation, but I, but you can't go buy it on like steam or valve or anywhere online. You actually have to go and buy the physical copy, which means I'm not, uh, you know, I didn't buy my laptop in 1982. So I got to also buy like a disc drive for it to run it because, you know, 
first of all, I'm not that tech savvy. And also, like, look, man, this thing deserves my money. I'm not gonna pirate the the thing, you know. Like, uh, so, uh, that's you know, not being able to buy those online is pretty much is pretty much what's snapping my stick. But I'm super excited uh, for us to have our conversation about the uh, the backyard league and see if we if maybe we can get involved. There's some some folks in there, so yeah, for sure. That sounds like an amazing time. I can't wait to get into that. But all right, everyone, thanks for hanging out with us today. We'll see you next week. For Bobby and Brandon, this has been Pucks Out Podcast. Have a great one. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.